Ryan Fleming can help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Hey there, welcome to another edition of the Pilot's Advisor. We're going to have some fun today taking a retirement planning quiz with Ryan, something that you can follow along from home as well. Ryan, it is great to be with you once again, joining us from Oakland today, and uh, good to have you in a, in a new location today, Ryan. Yeah, you know, it's our Oakland office I'm working out of today, and <laughs> and and I always love it. You know, we always have fun on the podcast. I like how you say we have fun, Walter, as you've got a pop quiz. I feel like I'm, I'm back in uh, fifth grade, you know, and... Oh, guess what? We're going to have a, a pop quiz here on the chemistry lab. N- nobody ever liked hearing that, right? You're going to have a pop quiz today? That was never like joy to anyone's ears. No, I don't think so. I mean, I was always a good test taker and did pretty pretty well in school. But uh, but yeah, nobody wants to hear about a pop quiz. No, no, no. It's no fun. Uh, hopefully this one will be a little easier, though, since it's kind of in the realm of things that you do each and every day. And I think we'll make Uh-oh. it a little bit easier in that regard. Pressure's on. Here we go. Pressure's on. Exactly. All right. So don't dread this as much as you did when you were in that fifth grade, Ryan, but we're going to put your uh, retirement preparedness under the microscope with five critical questions today. And you need to know the answers to these things. So if you don't go five for five on the show as you're listening today, well, that's uh, probably a good sign that it's time to get your retirement and financial plan addressed a little bit. So here's the first one for you, Ryan. Number one, at what age should people start saving for retirement? Is it A, when you begin working, B, after you buy your first home, or C, when you've paid off all your debts? Well, the answer is D, as soon as possible and as early as possible. So even even before working, or that's sort of like a... I guess technically I, mean, I might honestly, have sort of yes. started saving for, for retirement before working, yeah. Honestly, yes. I mean, even like those, those families that teach personal finance or their kids start cutting grass or doing stuff around the house, and if you can start getting... $5 here, $20 there to start investing, you're going to have a much different life than, the, than that person that waits till they're in their 30s or 40s. Makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, you can even in your earliest jobs in high school or whatever the case may be, you could easily start uh, setting aside some of those dollars for retirement and instill those habits at a young age. Well, I, I think we really fail to teach our children probably one of the best lessons you could ever teach them. And also one of the best gifts you could ever give them is, is teaching them how to invest their money. And the biggest factor that's going to determine things in your retirement is the T. And that's the time. It's the one thing we can't change. And when you look at compounding interest, the biggest effect is the time. So just imagine if you started contributing to like a custodial Roth IRA when you're a teenager and had that, that summer lifeguarding job and started putting some money away, um, how, how different your life would be. I mean, you're going to be a millionaire at 60 by doing nothing. Yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, even starting at that young of an age, even with a few thousand dollars over the course of 40 plus years, that turns into a lot more than that. So pretty smart and sharp to do so. Uh, if somebody wasn't on that train, though, Ryan, I guess the <laughs> other, if there was an answer D to this, I suppose we could also have uh, you know, an answer E or something like that. And that would be any time is the, the right time to start saving for retirement. So if you haven't started it, you know, now is the time. Well, and the other thing I'll add to that is I've had conversations with individuals where they're, they're well behind on retirement. And, and that conversation is so painful that they just try to ignore it. And, it. and it's unfortunate because ignoring it is only going to make the problem you know, worse. And so starting to chip away at it and starting to get, to get serious with the savings plan is, is just something you got to do no, no matter how 
ugly the situation might be right now because it's not going to get any better once you're at retirement age. Great points across the board. So there you have it. Answer number uh, to question number one was kind of an all of the above, just early, often, as soon as you can. If you haven't done it, do it now. So it's it's all of these things. Uh, <laughs> do it today if you haven't done it before. Uh, so that's kind of, uh, you know, we'll accept many answers maybe for that question. So hopefully everybody's one for one on our retirement planning quiz here. Uh, here's question number two for you. Which of these is the best estimate of how much income you'll need in retirement? Now, I want to hear your answer here, Ryan, but then also if you were to ask this to a lot of your clients uh, before they come in and meet with you for the first time, what you think their answer would be. Uh, A, 50% of your current income, 85% of your current income, 100% of your current income, or D, none of the above. The big picture uh, estimate for this that people have used over time is 80 to 85% of your current income, so the answer is B. However, I would argue that in actuality, most people think they'll need less in retirement, and cases more for not only because of inflation, because of travel, um, where you're not working, you have more time on your hands. People actually are tending to spend more hmm. in retirement than they are in their current jobs. And with that being said, uh, you, you probably need a lot more money in retirement than you realize. So a lot of people may think they're going to be closer to that 50% mark. And the suggestions are that you are closer to the 85% mark, but you're saying reality is that you're probably a little bit closer to that 100% or maybe even more mark. I, I would agree with all those cases. And yeah. it's no different than people assume they're going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement, when in actuality, that's not necessarily the case. You have a lot less deductions. Taxes seem to continue to be going up. Um, and, and in many cases, you're actually in the same, same or worse tax bracket. And every day is a Saturday, like we've talked about on past shows. So we tend to spend the most money on Saturdays. And so that, you know, kind of works against us too. So with that in mind, how do you construct your financial plans for pilots and others that you work with? Do you assume 100% of current income? Do you drop anything there in the plan when you look at those numbers? Do you account for even more? I'll, I'll tend to get my clients to go over a whole budget so they can really see what they think they're going to spend in retirement. And we'll see that where that falls on the scales, but I'm I'm going to build out a plan between uh, 85 and 90 percent of their current income, and then also throw a couple you know softballs in there of what could change over the course of it because it's 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 much better to be safe than sorry and to to uh, overestimate versus underestimate. Hey, if you're ready to have clarity and thrive in your retirement, you're in the right place, and I've got another resource for you to check out. Go to retirepilots.com and look right there on the homepage. You'll be able to click Get My Free Toolkit. What this is going to do is help you get for free Ryan's Retirement Toolkit. This is going to include his two books, The Pilot's Advisor and Pilot's Retire Early, revealing the nine critical decisions when retiring and the seven lessons to save your retirement. Not only does it include the books, but lots of other goodies packed into this free toolkit that'll be sent to you ASAP. It's a great starting place for any pilot to begin their retirement journey. Go to retirepilots.com. Two questions down. Let's go on to number three here, Ryan. We're going through this retirement planning quiz. Which of these do you find that retirees fear the most? Not leaving enough money to kids or the next generation, running out of money, or C, needing nursing home care? Um, if I was to pick one, I would say the thing that people fear the most is running out of money. You know, they want to know that they're going to be okay. Um, but with that running out of money, it starts bleeding into those other things because 
Of course, if they run out of money, then they're going to be a burden on their children, which nobody wants to do that. And, you know, long-term care is so expensive now. Most people are choosing to self-insure, which could easily eat up their retirement assets. I think that there's a bigger weight on parents now to make sure their kids are debt-free while getting their college education. And, you know, maybe not as much of a... uh, pressure to leave them so much as, as getting them off in life debt-free. So I don't, I don't see a lot of my clients talking about how much they want to leave to their kids. I mean, I think, you know, that, that definitely becomes a conversation over time, but most of them are like, I want to spend all my money. I want a vacation. I want to do all these things and leave them a dollar when, when in reality, that's not how they really feel, but, but that's more of the conversation. All right. That's a good one. I think, um, you know, a lot of people are going to have varying fears, but certainly some common threads. And I guess maybe when people get that, at least I've seen family members go through this evolution too, Ryan, like that fear of running out of money is first, but it dovetails, at least just from some personal experience, it seems to dovetail into that nursing home care worry really starts to take effect in people. If they kind of didn't address that in phase one of their plan, it eventually kind of supplements or you know goes over top of that running out of money worry. Well, exactly, especially once they realize, hey, I might not run out of money, but oh gosh, you know, what about long-term care? And it's a moving target. I mean, there's things that happen in retirement that, that, you, that you know, the realities of life start setting in. And then, you you know, as those realities set in, you can see the difference that it's going to have on your portfolio. All right, let's go to question number four. And uh, we're ticking right through these on our retirement planning quiz. Which of these examples best represents a diversified retirement plan, Ryan? Would it be A, a mix of 60% stocks and 40% bonds? B, three rental homes in different neighborhoods, along with a significant amount of cash in the bank? C, 10 to 12 different mutual funds? Or D, none of the above? What do you think about this one, Walter? Hmm. I, I, if, if D were all of the above, then maybe it'd be a little bit closer. That would feel more diversified, perhaps. I think most people would probably say like C, you know, get a bunch of different mutual funds, and I'd, I'd feel pretty diversified. I feel like yeah, you're going to go seen, with D because it seems too simplistic. But Yeah, it does, and, and, and there's not enough information on a lot, a lot of these because 10 to 12 mutual fund, different mutual funds tells me nothing. They could all be very similar mutual funds. And you're not diversified at all. You have a you know massive overlap. Three rental homes in different neighborhoods doesn't really tell me anything because I don't know which neighborhoods they are, where where the location is, what's the cash flow on those, and the fact that you have some uh, cash in the bank doesn't really tell me anything either. So yeah, I'm going to say none of the above. Probably a good choice, I would imagine. And uh, yeah, just more more info needed to get a correct answer. So I'll stick with you on that one and follow your lead there. It's interesting, though, because we have seen a lot of people you know, think that just that mix of stocks and bonds, that's enough, right? Like that's all you need or just throw it into a whole bunch of mutual funds and you're fine. These are the sort of simplistic answers that people kind of throw off from the hip, but rarely do those work. Yeah, and I'd, I'd throw one thing in there. Um, obviously, a retirement plan is going to have a lot more details than that. Here's my portfolio. However, I do want to throw out there that the mix of 60-40, the 60% stocks and 40% bonds, over time has become the one of the most popular mixes of, or asset allocations in retirement. Because what we're finding over time is to keep up with inflation and taxes and everything else that that people are having to expose their portfolios a little bit more to equities to get that long-term growth um, so they don't run, a, run out of money in retirement. All right, let's get to the last one here, Ryan. And uh, to make sure you don't run out of money in retirement, since we're on that subject, only withdraw 
blank percent from your portfolio each year. One, four, six, or D, find a different strategy altogether. Well, Walter, I know how smart you are. What's the safe withdrawal rate on a retirement portfolio? Well, that this is the old 4% rule that we hear about, right? Absolutely. So the correct answer on this would be B, 4%. But of course, it depends. And this is where we constantly analyze your retirement income plan for what's going on. And some of the factors that are going to affect this are, are taxes, inflation, your rates of return, your actual spending habits. So based off of all those factors, we're going to continue to make tweaks uh, in our retirement plan. And since we have a bunch of pilot listeners, uh, the best way I've been able to explain this is if we're taking off from L.A. and flying to New York, we know that we're going to, in general, need to be taken off in a, a northeasterly direction. But we're constantly off course. And as we fly across the country based off of winds and weather and everything else, we're going to have to make little tweaks to, to stay on course. And one of the bigger factors, of course, course is is uh, making sure we have enough gas to get there you know we have enough assets or, or savings to get there but we're going to constantly have to make tweaks based off of those things and when i think about that from a retirement plan uh inflation taxes spending habits stuff like that yeah i think that's a really helpful uh a helpful way to look at things ryan and it's a good way to finish up i think our fifth and final question of the retirement planning quiz so if somebody's listening to the show today ryan and they didn't get uh you know kind of a five for five uh, mark here on the show or they don't have a great grasp or understanding of some of these various questions what can they do take us through what the planning process or the question asking process would look like with you well we need to see what your current assets are. We need to see what your current investments are, do a full analysis on that, find out how close you are to retirement and finding out what your needs in retirement are going to be. So it's a, it's a quite in-depth process, but uh, I highly recommend you reaching out to us or another financial advisor to start the process because planning is going to be the best thing that you can do um, to, to find out where you are in the retirement planning process and how close you are to that, that magic number that we call knowing your number. Let me give you some more details on how you can get in touch with Ryan. You can give him a call or text at 843-475-3038. That's 843-475-3038. Or you can go online to retirepilots.com. That's retirepilots.com. That's also where you can get that retirement toolkit and find out how to get on the right path to get to and through retirement and also discover what to do if you want to learn how to light the afterburners on your 401k and other retirement accounts and investments. So go to retirepilots.com to get in touch today. That's retirepilots.com. Ryan, thank you so much for the help. Great job on the quiz today. And uh, we'll have another episode on the docket soon. Take care, Walter. Thanks so much. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. 